they say what they can't radio. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Let's Start the Conversation podcast. My name is Judy Amanda, and I'm going to be your host. These are my beautiful guests. How are you, ladies? Good. Good. So happy for you to be here. You're great. That's good. I'm so happy for you guys to be here today. Um, Today, we're going to have a topic called Surviving the Loss. We actually did a show like this before, which was regarding spouses, but this show is a little bit different. This is the loss of a parent. And unfortunately, us, all the ladies at this table have experienced that. So we're going to tell our stories today and hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, right now, you guys can introduce yourself. You want to start to, to, to the left of me, Tobina? I'm Tobina. Um, I lost my mom October of 2017. Um, so we're closely coming up on a second anniversary. And... Um, I thought it'd be a great idea to come on the show and, and talk about it. I think it'd be very therapeutic and to share with similar um, friends, acquaintances that also experience the same thing. Good. Thank you, Tabina, for even being in here. Yeah, unfortunately, we all went through this tragic situation, so we definitely know how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, Tima, did you want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Tima, and um, I experienced the loss of my grandfather, mm-hmm. which was the closest loss I ever experienced in my family, and we're still affected mm-hmm. by it t- today. Yeah. It still don't seem real. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn your mic a little bit. So you don't have to, yeah, put it up. So that's what you don't have to bend. Go ahead, Tammy. Hi, I'm Kavisha. Um, I lost my father May 19th of 2014, um, in which it was actually my first death ever, so mm-hmm. it was the hardest, especially being that it was very unexpected, and that was, like, one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. So coming here and sharing it, this will be actually the very first time that I even talk about it. Oh, wow. wow. So happy that you're here because, you know, a part of healing is actually talking about it. And I'm glad you trusted Let's Start yeah. the Conversation to be a part of this show, to trust us to be able to tell your story. I think that's great. But that's the point of the podcast. We wanted to create a platform where everyone can come and share their stories and feel comfortable. Yes. Enough. So that's good. So happy that you're here. So um, first up, Sabina, you guys, I just want to know, like, can you guys describe your relationship with the person that you lost? Just a brief, you know. Um, well, um, I, um, I love my mom. She was my rock. And, um... You know, we had a little spits and spats, um, mm-hmm. like mothers and daughters always do, but um, a couple. I absolutely mm-hmm. loved her. And her death, unfortunately, it, you know, it was sudden. It wasn't something that was expected. It wasn't like she was sick for a while. It was very sudden. So it, I really felt like thank you. the rug was swept from underneath me, and I was punched in the chest, and the wind was knocked out. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to hold things together. I, I, I never experienced a sadness like that in my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, thank God I still have my father. Mm-hmm. And um, he's been very strong for all of us. Mm-hmm. 
And um, it's just, but you notice the difference. You notice the difference in the house. Right. You notice that someone's not there anymore that used to be there. And, and it was such a big part of the house. Everything reminds me of her. Mm-hmm. You know, I still, um, and I, I, so because we had that great relationship, and like I said, it wasn't always bed and roses. We deal with the, the regular right. norms that mothers and daughters go through. Um, but I miss her so much. Mm-hmm. Every day I think about her. Mm-hmm. Every day. <laughs> Trust me, girl, I totally understand. I'm glad you're here, though. Everybody needs a little cry once in a blue room. Sometimes people don't understand the importance of uh, mourning your loss. Like, regardless of what people think or feel or say, the point is to get it all out, mm-hmm. you know, and just look back and focus on your memories. Um, Tima, did you want to just talk about your relationship with your grandfather? <clears throat> My grandfather was my go-to person. Anything I needed fixed, anything I needed to know about, car, whatever, he was there. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's my go-to person. I need my locks changed because mm-hmm. I, I don't want him to have the keys no more. <laughs> right. I call my grandfather, he come over right. and change my locks. Right. Right. Like, I'm sick and tired of changing your locks. You're going to give him the key back again. I'm like, no, he ain't getting the keys back this time. Right, right. Now I don't have that. <laughs> I think right. a few times I called him to change my life. <laughs> like, we have good memories. It's like, right. my family is not the same without him. And my grandmother, it's like she's not even living anymore since he's been gone. They've been together for over 50 years. And to see the condition that she's in, it, like, it really bothers me the most. Because she's just here, but she's not living. Mm. She barely yeah. leaves the house. It's like, he was her world. So right. it's like to see... The goatee of the house is not the same. It's like mm-hmm. something is missing. And it's she's, like a silent air. It's, nothing is the same. And she can't function. Mm-hmm. It's been like three, four years, and she's still, like, she's not living. It's, she's just here. Mm-hmm. He was her everything. She didn't have any friends. He was her friends. He was her everything. So to know, I, I try to call her regularly and keep up with her. But it's like she's lost. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we, we, yeah. we're still living our life, but right. she's not. So it's like she's here. But she can't get over it. Right. It's like. And she's older. You physically know. she's here, but she's not here mentally. And she's right. suffering from depression from it. Mm-hmm. She barely eat. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know what to do. So how are you? Like, how are you? I'm good because he was suffering. Right. You know, cancer, mm. to watch the process. Mm-hmm. He's better off going in here because mm-hmm. what I saw Mm-hmm. Who wants to live that way? Right. Mm-hmm. But the hardest thing was having to pull a cord. Right. So that was the oh, worst. God. It wasn't right. like he just passed. We had right. to make a decision. Right. So, you know, for doctors to come to you and like, all right, well, it's just the body, but he's he's gone and you have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. That was the, the worst thing ever to have mm-hmm. to go through. Because mm-hmm. regardless, even though you know it's just the body laying there, you, nobody wants to pull the cord. Mm-hmm. Right, of course. Because you wanna, still think the person is dead right. even though he's like right. living off of the machines. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother, even though, I, you know, I feel like, would it, you know, you need to just do what you have to do, but mm-hmm. she couldn't do it. Right. She couldn't do it. And it's understandable because, you know, for... So we knew eventually it was coming, 
But I just expected him to just go to the hospital, not feeling good, and come out. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect for that to be the end. Right. So it was unexpected. Mm. Very unfortunate. That's the closest death we ever had in our family. Mm-hmm. So it was an experience. Mm. I can't imagine. Yeah. What about you, Kavisha? Okay. Huh. This, this might be a little You'll you'll be fine. You'll get through it. Okay. So, for me, I want to say it gets harder for me um, every day that goes on. Only because, like I said, this was my first death ever. And I experienced his death at the age of 30. Um, Talking a little bit about it. um, (coughs) That week, I remember, I was supposed to pick him up from the airport on a Thursday for a wedding on Saturday. And I was at work. And for some reason, I just felt extremely tired. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I was sitting at work, and I remember I was just staring out the window. And I I text my mother, like, Mom, when I get home, can you just watch my son, who was almost a month shy of being two? And I was like, I just need to take a nap. And when I get up, I got to call Daddy. And she was like, okay. I went home, I slept, and I woke up to my mother saying, um, your father's aunt was trying to reach you, and then she called my phone. I don't know why she's calling my phone, mm-hmm. but I just thought, if anything, the person who was getting married was in the Army or the military, so I thought they were being deployed, right. maybe a delay. So I made a phone call, and the call was, Eric's dead. And I'm like... I don't know who the hell Eric is. Like, and they were like, and I'm like, who's Eric? And they're like, your father. Mm. And I remember I just flung the phone, I think. And I don't know how I turned into Superwoman. I remember I jumped off and I remember I landed on my knee and my brother at the time, he runs upstairs and grabs me. Because of course, you know, he's hood. Mm-hmm. We're now in suburbs, mm-hmm. but he thought somebody broke in. <laughs> and um, he grabs me because all I said was, my father's gone, my father's gone. Um, I remember flying out the very next day to Florida, which is where he was, to arrange to have his body flown back to Brooklyn. I just knew. He has to come home. Right. And um, I got there, and it was like, I remember when I got the call from the funeral home, his body had arrived. Chills just instantly went through my body that week. But it was crazy because as I'm speaking with the funeral homes, my son at the time, like I said, who was about to turn two, was like, Pop-Pop, stop tickling me. And me and my mom both mm. look at each other. And he's cracking up hysterically. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I said, for me, I mean, I can go on and on and on. But um, it's just hard because, like I said, that was my very first death. Mm-hmm. Um, he was my best friend. Like, mm-hmm. we were roommates at one time. Like, if I, I never had a fear. When I say he was my rock, my biggest supporter, my my hype man, he was like my critic. If I were, if I was going off, because Lord knows I'm a hothead. If I was going off, he had one line, and it's, "Baby girl, cut it out." <laughs> and real quick, I would just mellow out. I would Get laugh, I would together. smile, and right. all of that. So for me, dealing with it every day, 
I think is hard because I cry literally still every single day. And I, even when I don't cry, I don't cry about my son. Mm -hmm. And my son will just say, Pop-Pop is sad because he says you cry every day. And in my head, I'm like, there's no way. I make sure he So does that make you want to stop crying? It does, only except for the fact that lately, because I feel my son just turned seven, Mm -hmm. he's no longer pure in mind where he can't see my father anymore. So Mm -hmm. I I get the calls now like he's going through it, and he will hysterically be crying and saying, Mm -hmm. Mommy, I want to see Pop-Pop. I don't understand. Like, am I ever going to see him? So for me... That I want to say is the hardest because I had an amazing 30 years with that man. Like he was life and I just feel sadness only for my son who can't experience what I, and he, that was his first grandbaby and he lived for that day. So other than that, I mean, I'm dealing. It's hard. Right. Every day is hard. So every day is hard. But Of course. But you know, the key is to keep going. Gotta keep going. I mean, you know, just like you ladies, I experienced losing a parent. I experienced losing my mom. And um, for me, it was just like what gets me through is just focusing on the memories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good times, honey. Mm-hmm. We had some good times. Mm-hmm. You know, I was telling a friend earlier that I can't even believe that she's not here for this stage mm-hmm. of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a new baby and you can't tell me she's not a little Megan. Jesus, Lord. <laughs> this independent, you can't hold her hand, you can't feed her. But, you know, like, I definitely focus on the memories. The memories are amazing. I, never, I think that when you get to this stage of your life and you have to look back on certain things, I think that's when you really realize that you're an adult. Mm-hmm. You know, and unfortunately, nobody is here to protect us from the harsh, harsh, cold, cold world that is out there. You know, the things that, you know, they protected us from and made sure that we weren't exposed to. Unfortunately, those days are gone. And we have to just, yes, life. We have to just. Even though we don't want to deal with it. Don't want to deal with it. But it's like now we have to. Because now it's like the tables had, the baton has been passed. Yeah. So now it's like that same fear that they have for us, we have have for our children, you know? And if you don't have children, nieces, nephews, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's the same thing. So it's like now that, I mean, like how long did it take you guys to come to terms and actually accept what has happened? Because, you know, acceptance is very important. You know, sometimes we sit there and we say like, okay, the person died and you're kind of shocked and, you're still kind of in a daze and you're still a little, you know, trying to really just see. It's like, it's weird. It's like you're looking yes. at what's happening, <laughs> but you're not really in right. that space, mm-hmm. but then you are in the space. But you. yeah, the mind definitely plays tricks Ooh. on you. But oh, yeah. the key once again is to get through it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But just honestly, like how long did it take for you guys to get to terms? I mean, for me, it took me, I knew because I went through a death prayer prior to my mom's death that I needed to accept her death really quickly. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I knew that I needed to accept her death really quickly is because I knew that the quicker that I accepted her death, the quicker my new life was going to begin. Mm-hmm. So the longer you take, mm-hmm. yes, yes, oh. yes, I can actually teach a class on this. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you, people don't understand. Like, I never looked at it that way. Yeah, because what people don't understand is, you know, sometimes... 
people go through things and they don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. They want to keep it to themselves. Yeah. They don't want nobody to know. Yeah. But mm-hmm. realistically speaking, we all go through something tragic. And to me, death is something that everyone is going to experience regardless mm-hmm. of what. Mm-hmm. But I think it's very important to share the survival tips with mm-hmm. others. And that's one of my things. Like I have no problem sharing. And one of my key pointers, I figured it out afterwards was I went through something tragic first mm-hmm. and then the second one wasn't as heavy. So I lost my first husband, which was my children's dad first. And then when my mom's death came, it was tragic, but it wasn't as heavy because now I kind of knew how to get through it and mm-hmm. how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So the key is to accept it because the faster you accept it, the sooner you'll be able to start your new life. So, you know, if you ladies want to answer, you know how long it really took you to accept it. or Have you guys even accepted it yet? I haven't. No? I can be very honest and say that I have not. Uh Um, I haven't. And I think it's not that I don't want to. Mm -hmm. It's just that I'm trying to grasp Mm -hmm. coming to terms, really, because I'll sit there and look at my phone every day like, I'm going to wake up, he's going to call me, or it is, wow. I'm still going through it. And, you know, even though people say it gets easier for me, every day for me gets harder because it's the harsh reality. Like, you really are, you have to grasp life. Mm -hmm. You're now an adult. You have a child. So now you have to prepare. Because that was my one thing. Like, Mm -hmm. he protected me. He, you know, encouraged me. He taught me. He Mm -hmm. instilled in me. But the one thing they never taught me was how to deal with them when they go. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think yeah. for me, that was deep. And I was just right. like, and I remember crying and I'll just be like, you, you know, speaking as if, you know, I, I would want him to hear me. And I would just be like, you never taught me to prepare myself for the day where I would lose you. Right. And again, 30, you know, I used to hear mm-hmm. people going through all type of um, losses. And I remember literally a year before I was in a class, um, health counseling. And the topic was grief. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't empathize. Like, I, I couldn't because mm-hmm. I didn't go through it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think the most I could talk about grieving was a pet bird. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the class is looking at me like <laughs> like a bird. Right. And, I, you know, again, but I'm listening to the stories. And I remember saying, like, wow, I don't know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. So when I actually did go through it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's different. It's, it's different. It I can different. agree. I'm telling you. I, and in a, an unexpected death at that mm-hmm. is very different. That's, that's, mm-hmm. It's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have, yeah, I would have been prepared mm-hmm. maybe if he was sick, if I knew he was right. sick, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't see him six okay, months prior to that. Okay, but you say that, not to cut you off, but even if you knew he was sick. I wouldn't be prepared. How would that I know. Be? But I just right. feel like because I hadn't seen him in six months. Oh. And I only got mad because, to be honest with you, he moved to Florida. Right. And I was like, you got a new grandson. Right, right, right. Like, stay up here. He's like, right. I'm just going to help your sister move down. Right, and I'm right. like, right. you know, so for me, I was like, fine, daddy. I'm not coming down here. I'm not so do you think that most of your not being able to accept it has a lot to do with the fact that you didn't see him prior to his death? Um... I can't say because one thing about him, we didn't skip a beat. It right. was videos, right. calls. It was right. like he never left. Okay, so, so you were seeing yeah. him. It's just that he wasn't Yeah, he wasn't here. physically there. Okay, so then yeah. that would be No. But yeah, like, I don't think if they're sick, it matters. Because my mom was sick. But I didn't expect her to go that fast. You know, mm. it's weird. It's like your mind just says things. Like, okay, like, okay, this they're person's okay. sick. They're going to be fine. Right. You know, and then it's like, oh, they're not fine. <laughs> 
you know, oh, wait a minute, I think they're about to die. It's like your mind goes through stages. Mm-hmm. There are stages to death. And everyone's stages are different. You right. don't know. It really depends right. on the mind frame mm-hmm. of the person that's actually going through it. So nobody can really tell you exactly how you're going to feel throughout your stages, you know? So it's like... And I think for me, that's why I'm saying, like, I I try to come to terms with, like, well, maybe if I knew he was sick, I would have had more time with him. So for me, that's how I look at it. But like you say, there would have been, it's never enough time. It's never enough time. But then it's like, don't you, even with you, Tamina, don't you think of things like, Dad, I should have did this. With her, maybe we should have did that. Or I did. I, maybe I, I remember said saying this. to myself, "Damn, I wish I went with her to go see." Um, she put to go see Girls Trip. Ooh, <laughs> and I would have went with her. That was a good one. Um, That's what I was, what I was grateful for was this: I had actually um, quit a job about three weeks before um, she passed, right. and um, it was just time to go. And I remember just reflecting back. You know, saying to myself, God, I'm so happy that I, I left that job because I had three weeks with her, right. unbeknown to me, oh, was the last right. three weeks. Yeah, right. I had time to, like, make breakfast for right. her and talk with her. And she have her coffee and her pancakes or, mm-hmm. you know, her tea. And then we talk, and then I go off and do what I need to do for the day. So I remember being grateful for that. But as far as, like, um, adjusting to answer your question, um I don't know if I if I got to that place yet because I still haven't um, I still haven't packed away her clothes. Her clothes are still hanging up. And that's fine. It's that's still happening you know, all her things. Nobody can't tell you I when. I think I am getting to a place where I'm like, because lately I've been telling myself, all right, before the summer's over, you got to pack up her things. Mm-hmm. You know, donate what you could donate. Throw mm-hmm. out what you could throw out. Um, and if you need help to do it, you can call me. I know. <laughs> so stop trying to act cute. I know. is oh. a f- good friend of mine. But, um, she knows she can call me. I don't know if I, if I, if I, um, I'm dealing with it, but, um, I, I, I haven't gotten over it. No, but it's, you have to remember that is not something for you to get over. Uh-huh. It's not a, you didn't lose the soccer tournament. Get over it. You're not in first place. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to be careful with the words that people use when it comes to death. You don't get over death. Mm -hmm. You accept death. Mm -hmm. Because remember, the acceptance is when the new life begins. Mm -hmm. But see, you have to accept it because if you don't accept it, you're going to be stuck in that one time. You know? And that's okay for you to still be there right now because everything is still pretty fresh. But we have to accept this. Mm -hmm. And I say we, and I mean both of us. Because I'm your friend, and it's my job to make sure you get through this. You understand? Mm-hmm. And I was so happy when you wanted to be a part of the show. Because I know how much you mean to me, and I really feel it's important for you to get through it. We haven't spoken as much as we usually do. But that's because I was giving you your time. Everyone needs time, you know? But that doesn't mean that I'm going to desert you and leave you out there and hope that one day you'll wake up and snap out of this shit. Because that's how people think. <laughs> they do. Like, people think you're just supposed mm-hmm. to snap you're out of it. it. Girl, you ain't no get over it yet? Like it I doesn't said, matter you what age you had. You like, didn't lose the <laughs> tournament. <laughs> you lost your mom. My mom was like my best friend, so I know, I know. girl. I, I wouldn't even say best friend. My mom was like my soulmate. Yeah, like if I would have saw her at a bus mm-hmm. stop, like I could bag her. What up? <laughs> what up, shorty? 
Look at them numbers. Now I love to have like such a yeah, good woman, good person, you know? Unfortunately, unfortunately, you got great women. Listen, my mother cursed everybody out. Y'all know the stories. See, but I don't know you got no kids. See, but I know you got kids. Y'all come in three, four in the morning. What? I was just be laying in the bed like this. We sleep. We not getting up. I'm like, oh, man. And she cursed it on. See, but I know you got no kids. And what I say, Megan, you was her kid too. So you got it just like her kid died. And what did I say to you? Told you we should have stayed at your house tonight. <laughs> I just laid in shit. Nobody here this shit. Nobody <laughs> here this shit. We just, laid in. We just came, came in from the clubs. I just laying there. She going That's on. Many a days. <laughs> Many a days. But no, like at the end of the day, no. I mean, there's different stages to that. And, you know, for me, I was, I know for a fact if my mom went first, there's no way. I probably would have crumbled like a nice good bag of Lay's potato chips. Mm-hmm. But because I experienced that first first death, which was the loss of my children's dad, it was no. Because I experienced that, my heart it's like my heart and my brain worked together and they kinda knew mm-hmm. what was coming. The pain, the 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 memories, the 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 stages, the stages, ladies, the stages. You know, but one thing I always focused on, acceptance. I'm telling you, it will change your entire life. You know why? Because your new life is going to begin. And mm. let me tell you, there are a lot of things that I'm doing now, including this podcast, that I probably wouldn't have even did if she was still alive. Mm. And I say that because I feel like our parents, and even when you become a parent, I feel like you shelter and you protect your children so much mm-hmm. to the point where they don't want to step out and do things that they should be doing yeah. because they're worried about you. Yeah. And I think that because my mom did leave, it made me realize that life, this thing called life is really not as long as people think it is, but it's definitely as short as they say it is. Yeah. And in order to make things happen for yourself, you have to be ready and willing to accept. Do you see the fist? Accept mm-hmm. what has happened mm-hmm. in order to move forward. Mm-hmm. I haven't stopped. I people that tell you, oh, look, every time they turn around, Judy's doing something. But you know why I'm doing something every time they turn around? Because I realize that I can't be stopped. I realize that I have been born with many gifts and many talents, and there's no need to sit around and waste any of them. Any of them. Amen. And I feel like we all have, we all have been blessed with gifts and talents. Mm -hmm. But once you identify with what you have, you take it and you run and you keep running. What you stopping for? People say, oh, you can't do this and you can't do that. You gotta do that first and you gotta do that first. Honestly, I don't care if they watch you. I'm gonna do it regardless. Mm Because let me tell you, the fulfillment that I get from achieving every single goal that I set out to achieve, I can't even put it into words. It's amazing. The feeling is amazing. And I know that my mom, whether she's physically sitting next to me or watching over me, Mm -hmm. I know that she's proud. Mm -hmm. And my goal is to constantly make her proud, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's how I repay her. Mm -hmm. And that's how I accept her death. And that's how I... Am able to move on because I don't look at it as she's gone. I just look at it as unfortunately she had to go do other things in order for me to do other things. Because if she was still here, I wouldn't be doing none of it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, 
It's real like that. Mm -hmm. And even you, like, you know, I say you because, you know, we've worked together on many different projects. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes you just got to really look at it for what it is because all you got to say to yourself, well, why did this person leave? Mm -hmm. I don't believe that God is mean and nasty and, you know, intentional and want to see people crying and sorrow and, you know, just messed up. No, but I do believe that in order to make certain things happen, you have to position the board. It's like playing chess. Mm -hmm. You have to position it. In order to make the king move or the queen move, you gotta force their hand. You gotta push something in front of them. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. They don't just, that queen and that king, they hold on that back row. They not moving until somebody come and invade their space. Mm -hmm. So what's gonna happen for you ladies to do great things in life? Certain things, certain hands got to get pushed. Certain things got to be put in place. Certain things got to be put in your face because guess what? At the end of the day, life is what you make it. There's no need to live with wasted talents and gifts. Yes, at first it's definitely hard and it's difficult. And, you know, why me? And, oh, man, and wish he would come back. Wish he would come back. But guess what? They ain't going nowhere. My kids be always in the house like this. Where this fly come from? Yes, the and I be like, don't the hit moms. my mother now. Yes, we don't, don't hit my house. mother. Don't touch them. They my daughter's no, don't hit my mother. They know what's up. And they laugh. Yes. Just like how y'all laughing, but they think about it and they know because she's always fluttering. Mm-hmm. Can't sit her ASS down nowhere. They always want to let you know they're around. So yes, you be like, do. what the hell was that? Yes. You ain't seen nobody walk by, but you know you done saw something go by? Oh yes, they did. Trust me, the kids know. So I know the adults know. Mm-hmm. You my know? kids know. I remember kids when know. my grandfather passed and my grandmother was sitting in the house crying and all the family over. And out of nowhere, my nephew, AJ, just came in. What he said to her, everybody was like. What he said, what he said. I Whoa. can't remember the exact words, but it's like he was speaking as my grandfather. Don't cry. I can't remember the exact words, but we we was like, yo, he, 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 he. He gifted. Right. right. When he said to her, like, how a little kid, mm-hmm. what they, he ate now, like, five, could say something like that to right. an adult. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact words, but it blew our mind. Like, right. oh, he, he's special. Mm-hmm. Right. How he knew to say that to her. Mm-hmm. It's like my grandfather was talking through him. They do, though. Kids, they we do. were shocked. They like, do. They do. He was like, don't cry. I, can, I wish I could remember the exact words. Don't cry. Right. And everybody was like. When the good you only five. Happen, How you know to say that? When the good things do happen, I I I do thank God, and I think I'll be like, thank God, thank you, God, thank you, mommy, because I just I feel like she's there pushing me along, you know. Right. Because think about it. What if you didn't think? Hold on. We gonna start. We gonna start it like this. Think about it. What if you never had anyone to change your locks? What if you had to always get a locksmith all them dang on times to change the time? <laughs> it was that many times. It was that many times. It was that many times. I experienced Don't put my business out of the street. That's not when you said the story. I was fine. I remember. It was at least three or four times. Don't put my business out of the street. I remember when I was pregnant with my son and I was at his father's house and we were locked in. Locked in the apartment. Some his lock was messed up. Right. And we were locked in. Now uh, I'm pregnant. If I go on labor, how we gonna right, get out? Right. Yeah. Who I called? My grandfather. <laughs> yes. Remember my grandmother came try- and trying to get the right, door right. open and they on the outside and right. we locked in. Right, right. Trying to get it open. Trying to get it, trying to get the door open. Who I called him? Not locksmith. That's I called him. Okay. That's my point. What if you didn't have him to call those three, four, five, six, seven times? <laughs> I know. I just... Think about it. What if you weren't getting those FaceTimes? And those texts and those calls, all those times for those six months yeah. that you say he went to do what he wanted to do, mm-hmm. right? What if you mm-hmm. didn't get those three weeks? Mm-hmm. 
It's not for us to know when the end will be, but what it is. One thing I tell you, death is one thing I will tell you, death will teach your ass <laughs> is to cherish some yes. good stuff oh, about yes, people yes. in life. Oh, right? yes. Because there are a lot of things now that you'll be like, oh, wait, hold on a second. You know, even my husband and I, like, we go through our stuff. No, we go through yeah. our ish. But let me tell you something. We don't go to sleep like that. That's we good. not That's leaving good. the house like that. He be like, give me a kiss. I be like, <laughs> even today I was like, give it. <laughs> he was like, no, I want you to give me a kiss. I ain't say for me to give you a kiss. I be like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the crazy thing is. Yeah, I still kiss them. That's it, right. Yeah. That's because right. guess what? I can't That's live with it. it. I don't know. <laughs> I, no. I learned a lot along yeah. the journey. Yeah. yeah. And the realistic factor is, no, those kisses, those hugs, mm-hmm. they mean a lot. The I love yous. The yeah. I love, my mm-hmm. daughter, she's so annoying. She always coming. Let me get a hug when you just in a chill mm-hmm. mode. And I'm like, move. You know? Yeah, bro, you and she's like, oh, yeah. You always acting funny. Da-da-da. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> and I do, and I don't give it to her, y'all. I'll be honest. DJ do the same thing. But when thing. she go to sleep, like, sometimes I be hugging her. her. She don't even know. Oh, yeah. Look at I'll that. Look her, at her that. be stinking. <laughs> And I still hug her. You know why? Because I get it. But I know that sometimes when she comes for me, I'm not in the mood. Uh But I always try to give it back because I know that he's watching. But even more so. And Megan too. I love them. Yes. Yes. It's like you want to love your friends and your family. You want to love them. But sometimes when they come for you, you got to. You like, know, all right, all right, all right. Wait a minute, wait. Like, give me a break. You wasn't ready, right? Yeah, you wasn't ready. Right. It's overwhelming. And she's like, every 30 seconds, wait a minute, I'm cooking the rice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to second. You know? But I just, I'm telling you, like. Until you feel bad afterwards, like, you know. Yeah, you gotta no, take it. Listen, I, girl, please. I'll give her something when she's sleeping so she can back up off me. But I just say that to say, like, think about it, ladies. Like, this to me, for you guys is like the first step mm-hmm. you know like like I said to you especially with you and you know with you and with you I was close to your grandfather you got a lot of memories I was close <laughs> to your mother mm-hmm. I didn't know your dad but I know you were close to your dad and I always felt the love that you gave to your dad I've been to a couple of balls yes yes, yeah. please. yes. <laughs> at the end of the day you know the name of the show is to survive the loss. Mm-hmm. And I wanted you ladies to come on the show because I wanted you to tell your story. But even more so, I really want you to be able to survive this. You know, even if you feel like you're not at the stage yet, you'll be there very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Because this right here coming on the show is the first stage. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't even make it this far mm-hmm. because they're afraid. Oh, my God, the cameras, the lights, whatever. It's just about telling your story. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking and actually saying the things that bother you, saying the relationship yeah. you have with the person, actually hearing the things that are coming from your heart. Yeah. Yeah. But then one thing I'll tell you all a couple of things that I heard. I'm being a little therapist right now because okay. I'm not going to tell you what I heard. So what I heard from you is I heard that you enjoyed your three weeks that you spent with your mother. You're very thankful for that period of time, but even more so the three weeks is just the add-on to what you already experienced with her, okay? The relationship you had with your mother was grand, you know? It wasn't no little mediocre, talk to you maybe today, maybe not. No, you guys had a wonderful relationship. And your mother was so great that she touched the hearts of your friends, girl. 
How many times we try to go to the beach and she was talking about us? Listen, she came all the way to Soho to my fashion show. Do you remember? I remember. She loved me. Because I got the pictures, honey. Daddy Bo. Yes. Even when I left the house today, tell Judy I said hi. Yes. (laughs) Tell Judy he said hi. Because I'm very respectful and I respect my elders. I don't care how old I get. I respect my elders. Mm. Well, like I said, the relationship which you had with your mother was grand. Your three weeks, the three weeks was an add-on. You know, God loved you enough to give you that because he knew that you deserved it. Mm-hmm. And you got to be happy about that and definitely thankful and definitely feel blessed. But also, now you now you got to go to the next phase. The next phase, Judy, what you doing this weekend? I want to help. Can you help me take mommy stuff out the closet? Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not, oh shoot, sorry. <laughs> it's nothing. I'm there. Mm-hmm. You understand? And they say people make time for what they want to make time for. I make time. You know how I am. That's nothing. Because my goal is to make sure you continue to survive. Okay? We're here for each other, you know, especially as women. We got to be there for each other and make sure we're good. And make sure that we don't fall and crumble. Because we are the future leaders, honey. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Stop playing. And for you, like I said, you know, you ain't changing no more locks. But (laughs) (laughs) you definitely were able to be blessed enough to even have that. Yeah. You know, besides the locks, we had a other we had a couple more good sessions with yeah, I know, I know, I know. God bless the day. I just wish my grandmother could move. <laughs> I just I just wish my grandmother could move on, but she can't. You know that you right. say an acceptance. Right. She hasn't accepted. Well, maybe you should have brought her with you. You know, never she, know. I know. Well, you know, if I what could I have, find, I would have. What I she find not, with older she people, not leaving that house. Well, you know, with older people, that's what it is. You got to mm-hmm. just accept They're how they are. They're stuck in their ways. No, right, but you have to accept who they are mm-hmm. and just be there for them. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. You don't judge them. Don't try no, to drag them to McDonald's to drink coffee no. and a burger. <laughs> they don't I tried, but I gave up. I'm like, she never been no, on the no, plane no, before. I'm like, come on. No, we got to go. No, no, no. Hold on. I accept it. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. When I had my anniversary dinner, she came. Oh yeah, I got her out for that. No, yes. no, no. She came because she wanted to come. Mm-hmm. Whether you got, you think you got her out, she came because she <laughs> yeah, wanted to come. Okay. So just remember that they make no, they make time for what they want to make time for. Mm-hmm. She felt like she wanted to be there for me. She felt like she loved us enough to be there, and she was willing to get dressed because she looked very cute mm-hmm. and come out. And she didn't come out and sit in the corner like a little um baby that was just born. <laughs> she came out. She was chilling. She was mixing and mingling. She was laughing. She was smiling. She took pictures. Mm-hmm. You got to remember when they want to do something, they're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And you gotta allow older people to have that space mm-hmm. because remember they are already set in their ways. Yeah, you can't are. change them. They are. But you just have to be there for them. You have to support them and still. In Invite them out. Still give them the invitation. Because regardless of what I have, I still call her. Even if I tell you guys to bring her, I still call her separately and invite her. Because my thing is, if it's something that she wants to come to, she's going to come. So you just got to let her do her. And just continue to support her and continue to be there for her. And you're good. I know. You're right. It's just hard seeing somebody not living. No, no, no. You're not living. She living. You leave her alone. No, no. She ain't living. She not. She She don't want to leave that house. No, she don't want to leave the house because she don't want to. It's not that she not living. You can't say that. You got to say she doesn't want to leave the house because she's still at a point where she's mourning differently from you. Yeah, that's, that's it. true. That's, that's it. Because like I said, she makes time for what she wants to. And as far as with you, young lady, like I said, daddy's watching. But even more so, Carter's watching. So what you have to remember is that at the end of the day, you have to be mindful 
of what you're doing. It's not even about what Carter's doing because Carter's on it. Carter's good. He's on it. He's good. He is. Carter is good. But you have to remember in order for you to move forward, you have to accept what's happened. You know, it's still pretty early. It's not really a rush, but just within the next yeah. six months, just try to come to terms because now what you guys should really be focusing on is, all right, once I accept it, then what? Because that's what comes next. And then what? Because the death is never just in vain. The death is just never to make you sad and messed up and throw your whole life overboard. No, the death is something that happens for something else to happen. And I think anything that comes after that is always great for me. That's what I believe. I don't believe anyone dies and then something horrific comes right, afterwards. Right. No, I feel like the death is there because there's some more for you to do. But you know what's crazy? Just to didn't mean to cut you mm-hmm. off. No, 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 you're fine. I was, I was a little hesitant mm-hmm. on coming because, mm-hmm. again, like I said, everybody knows me as the raw. Like right, Carisha's right. so tough. She right, doesn't. Right. She has this exterior. She never smiles. Mm-hmm. I laugh. Right. I don't smile. Right. So for me, <laughs> it's it was big because it was. Not being around you ladies and talking, right. but it was more so who's going to watch me and see me break down. Right. Because that's, that's, that's what I'm like, oh, no. Like, Hold on, wait a minute. This cannot for happen. Me, this must have been my f- maybe acceptance because again, the fact that I did not break down, the minute I talk about him, I break down. So right. for me, I think this finally might have been a step in. Hmm. Of course it is. I well, I think it's like what Judy said, like you're you're also hearing yourself talk right. about him, right? Yeah, because and I experience. don't. Yeah, because right. I don't. So. Because again, like I said, if somebody like I went to a wedding, matter of fact, my good girlfriend just got married mm-hmm. last week or the week before. And I'm there. So when I go to weddings, mm-hmm. I can't watch the dad and daughter dance. Right. Oh, oh, I broke down. Oh. I, I lost right. it. And it's always like no, I'm not going to get married. Who's going to dance with me? Like, right, I don't right, get right. that. So for me, I still, I had that moment and I, I'll jet to the bathroom right. real quick. Mm-hmm. Right. So for me, I was just like, and it'll take an instance like that where I'm like, I'm not there yet, mm-hmm. which is okay. Right. But being here, I was really nervous. Like, oh my God, I'm going to sweat. Like my makeup's mm-hmm. going to melt. Right. Like everything. Right. But it was, it's therapeutic hearing. Right. Because and you hear around. other people's And stories. again, I don't hear that. And you, mm-hmm. right, because you hear, you're in a room with familiar, familiar, familiar la- serious situations. Serious yeah. situations where people mm-hmm. are familiar, people go through the same thing. But even more so, it's like hearing other people's yes. stories, it, it makes you focus yes. on the good in yours. It does. It and then does. it also, I think when we are all together like this, it kind of gives you that strength. It does. It does. That you don't have when you're in the room by yourself. Mm-hmm. And, yes. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, because I, we actually did a part one to this mm-hmm. and it was actually the same way. All the women thought they were going to be like, boo, and laying across the table. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone did amazing. Yeah. And just like what you're saying, everyone, was, we just kind of like, it's weird. It's like we're silently holding each yes, other Yes, that's how I feel. Yes, like, and I it's feel good. It. I feel yeah. it. But it's good because that's, that's the whole point of this. You know, everyone thinks that they're the only ones that are going through things in our communities and our families, Mm -hmm. even in the schools with the kids. And, you know, for me, I just got tired of hearing the stories and missing the link. And I felt like I needed to create that missing link. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're here because the missing link is let's start that conversation that everyone is afraid to have. Mm -hmm. You know, even myself, I'm putting myself out there telling my own 
personal stories and I'm okay with that because I feel like my stories are going to be able to help someone else. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you guys are sitting here right now putting your own personal stories, your own personal journeys, your own personal relationships with the people that you love. Mm -hmm. You're putting it on a platform where you're being watched and it's being heard. So now what kind of advice and inspiration would you like to leave for someone who has either been through this in the past and don't know how to move forward or who's currently going through it now and needs some type of inspiration to keep them going? What would you say to them? Anyone can go first. If you want, I would start, but I would like you guys to go first. Um, I'll start. Okay. Um, What I would say is don't allow anyone to tell you how to deal with a passing of a Mm -hmm. loved one. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, there are the many stages of grief. You may not go through all of them, or you might recycle certain stages of, of, of the grief, the anger, the denial, the mm-hmm. betrayal, the, the anger, the sadness. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You do it in your own timing, mm-hmm. but don't stay there. Right. That is, I want to say, the biggest thing because, again, time waits for no one. Time is precious. Mm-hmm. Life is precious. And you'll have so many people wanting to see you win, but you'll just, and I, and I shut down for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I shut down for, I want to say, three years. I didn't mm-hmm. come out. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk. I mm-hmm. went to work. I went to school. I dealt with my son. That was it. Um, you can't stop living. Mm-hmm. You can't. Um, that's really the most part I would just say is don't stop living. Mm-hmm. Um, they wouldn't want you to do that. Right. You shouldn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just take your own time. Take your own time. Pace yourself. And if you need help, I feel you will know when it gets to that point. And mm-hmm. don't be afraid to ask for help, whether right. it's... whether it's Very important. Um, yeah, from a psychiatrist, or even if you're too embarrassed to go to see somebody, mm-hmm. there's a friend. There's always somebody that has been through what you've been through. Just right. talk to anybody, whether right. you jot it down in a journal. But don't hold it in because it can make you really sick and it's unhealthy. So just take it day by day. That's all I can really say. Yes. Good advice, girlfriend. That was real good. Real good. Anyone else? Um, I'd have to say that it can easily be three years. Three years ago by just shutting down. Mm -hmm. Um, You do need to talk Mm -hmm. about it. Like Mm -hmm. you said, you mentioned it even with a close Loved one, a friend who's also experienced it, or a therapist. Mm-hmm. You you really need to to talk about it. You really really. And if you don't, I shouldn't even say that. If you don't even talk about it, write it down. Mm-hmm. Write right. it down. Get you know the, Get the art. The art of a journal has been lost. It seems like everyone wants to express itself on social media, and sometimes they really should <laughs> write it down in a journal. A little black but, and white composition yes, book ain't yeah. never hurt nobody. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, and you can, so yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, and, and jot it down if you don't want to verbally talk about it if it's too difficult. Um, just get it out because it's not easy. It's not good, like you said, to keep it in. It it will become toxic. It will start to eat away at you. You will before you know it. A year, two, three years go by. Right. Five years, you, you recluse recluse yourself from other people. Like mm-hmm. you're not interacting before you know it. It's just like. You know, you're not, you're alive, but you're not living. Mm-hmm. Right. And as you said, that loved one wants you to live. Right. Life is for the living. I know for me, my mom has always expressed that to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I feel myself starting to get to that place, 
I'm like, mommy wouldn't want me to be like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So let me just snap out of it. Mm-hmm. You right. Know? So I would, I would definitely advise that. If you can't talk about it, if it's hard, if it's difficult, whether it's with someone that you know or a therapist, jot it down. Right. Just get it out. Right. Know? At least write down yeah, your thoughts. Exactly. Okay. Great advice, babes. Tima, anything now? <laughs> okay. Well, listen, I have some good advice to give you guys and anyone who has been through the loss and experienced it, whether past or present. Um, like I said to the ladies, acceptance is very important. You have to accept the death in order to start your new life. I'm not just saying this because I feel like it. I'm saying it because I experienced it. De- um, living is very important, but guess what? We all have been blessed with many skills and many talents, but in order for us to move forward and do great things, you got to accept the unfortunate things that happen in life that are out of your control, you know? And once you accept it, and acceptance doesn't mean, acceptance doesn't mean you're over it. Mm-hmm. Acceptance just means that you accept what has happened. That person is no longer present here. This is what happened. They have moved on. You are still here. Now you need to figure out what am I going to do next? Because now you're starting your new life. And in order to start your new life, you want to go in with confidence. You want to go in with a clear mind. And it's not easy to have both, but you can always try. You can always try to have confidence and believe in yourself and love yourself. And always remember that the person that has moved on without you, they're still watching. They're still around whether they're the fly on the wall or <laughs> the person who zoomed past yes. real, real quick that down air, that hallway that or yes. that air that you way. feel. Yeah. Yes. Pushing you. Yes. <laughs> you just still got to remember that they're around and they're watching and they're rooting for you. Yes. yes. Because there's no way they're going to root for you while they're here and then leave you hanging mm-hmm. because they've moved on to another location and you're still here. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. And also remember that um sometimes life is like a game of chess. Mm-hmm. In order for you to move to the next stage, certain things have to be moved out of your way. And unfortunately, the comfortability yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. that we serve yes. Yes. when with our parents, sometimes that has to go. In order for great things like this podcast <laughs> to happen or to be birthed. I should so say, good. but I would like to thank you ladies personally for being on the show. Thank you for having I really us. appreciate it. You guys thank are wonderful. You. I'm so glad you felt comfortable enough to share your stories with us. I'm so glad you guys felt comfortable enough to shed a few tears <laughs> because regardless of what, all of that is what makes us better, stronger and wiser. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for watching until next time. Yes. We love you. Appreciate you guys. Hey you, are you ready? Grab your pack, grab your tent, grab your gear. Jump in. We're going on an adventure. In Arizona, there's so much to see, so much to experience. At GCU, adventure is never too far away. Offering over 200 academic programs with a Christian worldview and nestled in the heart of Phoenix, you can earn your degree in fewer than four years and explore everything Arizona has to offer. Find your purpose at GCU. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash azroadtrip.